was not wrong. There's a lot of yeast at the bottom of this bottle. Gross. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to poop tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> champ. Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. How's it going, Larry? How was your your weekend away at uh, Lutzen? It was very magical. Uh, <laughs> walked along the beach, and oh. it was just it was a gorgeous time. This sounds oh, like a really singles good. ad. <laughs> like I enjoy <laughs> nice walks how along was, the beach. How was going off of what you sound like? How was your weekend away? <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. Went up to Lutzen. You at least got away from this freaking hot weather. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it was it was like sixty five oh, and so kind perfect. of drizzly, misty up there. Nice. Yeah. And it was it was perfect temperature for me and got, you know, around the lake and it was it was good for me. I think it was good for my mental health. That's so good. I didn't I didn't think I was doing too bad and then I got up there, smelled the trees a little bit, and I was like, I missed that. <laughs> Definitely missed that. Miss being outside and seeing well, yeah. When was the last time you seen? Oh no, Grandma and Grandpa came by uh, a couple months ago when Elise was born, right? Yeah, they they come they they've come by maybe once or twice since then too. Nice, you know, mass outside, yeah, stuff like that. So very, uh, but nice. it was good to spend time with them. And then you got home and uh, nature came in your house and did something <laughs> to you, didn't it? Yeah, we had a hornet down on the basement today, and <laughs> I got uh, I got. Stung on the forearm. <laughs> Your freaking arm is Popeye right now. <laughs> you're, you're looking before the cast. And Larry's like was, pushing on his arm and it just like indents in. It was so gross. Yeah. So from the elbow to about mid hand on the bottom of my arm is is very puffy currently. Nice. <laughs> and uh, very hot. It is burning up. At least you're not allergic. So, so that's good. Tomorrow. Yeah. Not that I know of, but. Well, I got injured too this yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> you had to one up me. What's what wrong with you? So we had uh, the semifinals or the finals, no semifinals. So of volleyball, and funny thing is, we lost the first match against the second place team. We were a six seed and beat the third place team. Whatever. Long story longer. <laughs> Lost oh. to the second place team. We actually beat them the first game. They beat us the second game, and then we had the lead, and they came back and beat us by two points in the third game. So we go on to the loser bracket. It's you got to lose double elimination. Mm-hmm. So we get down a loser bracket, and we beat the first that the team the first game, and we're winning the second game. And one of my other team members, his wife or fiance, calls and is like, "Baby's coming." You got to come home right now. So <laughs> he leaves and we're just like, oh, shit. We kind of knew. We didn't know if it was coming that we're night. We're more important. <laughs> yeah. You stay. Well, because it was. It was 21 to 18 <laughs> and we have to go up to 25. I'm like, oh, can, can you just wait? Like just a little bit longer. So anyways, he leaves. We end up losing that they game. They don't come that fast. It's, <laughs> yeah. You're going to be in that for at least 20 hours. Exactly. Well, wait till you hear the end of the story. So yeah. 20, we lose 25, 23. So we squandered that one. So then we're playing the third, the third game and those go to 15 in the playoffs. So we're worth five and we're figuring it out. You know, now we've had a little bit of time to prep and figure this out. So we're winning 13 to 11, I think. So we only have two more points to win. I freaking am diving for a ball and I dive out and my arm hits the, I get the ball arm hits the ground. My whole body momentum just 
pops it out of place like just your, your shoulder out of place yeah and i've done it i've done it on Ooh. with my left shoulder three times i did that in high school soccer i think we talked about it once we have for yep. controversial questions never did it in my right and i'll say when i've done it with my left every time it pops out of place now it's kind of like oh i've done this it's pretty easy i just move my arm it doesn't hurt it that pops bad back in yeah this it popped out and you have all this muscle just pulling it back in and pushing it against your body and uh it was the worst pain i was about to pass out so Cindy and I leave like she brings me to the hospital mm-hmm. and they have to take x-rays because they got to make sure it didn't break because of a first time pop out. Did, did your teammates also say, ah, stay. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we forfeit done. at that point because then we were down to three people because it was Cindy and I leaving. Uh, so yeah. we got knocked out because of both, you know, me getting knocked out, Cindy out and then the guy having the baby. Anyways, we go in. I'm in the worst pain. They gave me uh all sorts of drugs and none of it was touching it at all and then they flipped Ooh. me over onto my stomach and they're like all right they took x-rays this is gonna hurt worse <laughs> well they took x-rays made sure it wasn't broken then they're like all right we're gonna flip you okay. over on your stomach and put your arm down below the table and then all of a sudden the pain went away I'm like well we didn't hear anything we didn't feel anything is it back in place so they take x-rays again because they didn't it didn't do the normal do suck in and pop in so they had to take x-rays again, and my, meanwhile, I'm just, I'm loopy on drugs at that point. I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> hey, the pain is finally gone, and now I can actually enjoy these drugs that I'm on. <laughs> so took the x-rays. It's all in. They load me up in the wheelchair because I couldn't walk at that point because, <laughs> you know, as we're yeah. walking out of, or I'm getting wheelchaired out of the hospital, the guy that uh, from my volleyball <laughs> team is walking into the hospital. This is at 11 o'clock at night. And he's like, yeah, baby's still coming. I, ha- I got enough time to run home and get stuff. But yeah, it was like, I don't know. It was fucking crazy. So that's cool. Well, story, congratulations Hansel. to him. And I feel bad for you. Cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's pretty sweet. Um, I have a ortho appointment on wednesday to see what the damage actually is but normally when i do it with my left arm it's like three to six months so fun stuff Uh, so you're out of volleyball for a little bit yeah i I think so i don't know that means that means we could double record now look at the bonus here we have time now (laughs) at night why why can we double record because i'm not playing volleyball because now you have a free thursday night yeah there we go Well, the part that really sucks is, have I told you I'm building a house? Because I'm not Mm. done building the house. (laughs) And one of the main last things is painting, like doing the second coat of paint. Yes. And I don't trust people with, if you don't have painting skills, I don't. Like, I trust you with painting. Um, I don't know about you on cutting. I'm not sure if, if, I I know I taught you, we, we painted enough, not taught you, but we painted enough that I think you're pretty good at cutting. But a lot of people think that they know how to paint, and then you go and you look yeah. at their house, and you're like, "You don't know how to paint. <laughs> you don't know." I, I had a buddy that was like, "Hey, can you come and help me paint? I, me and this other guy, we're gonna do it. We know how." I was like, ah, "I'll leave that to you, and then I'll do carpet like for you another day." And I showed up to do carpet. I went, "What the fuck did you do?" <laughs> <laughs> they didn't take, um. They didn't take the face plates off of the oh switches. Oh my gosh. And they're just 
and then also taped around it. Oh my god. <laughs> and then and then they didn't like precisely tape the the trim. Like it was just there just, was like a half inch above the trim that wasn't oh, cut so at all. <laughs> god, it was fucking hilarious. Oh. <laughs> and then he's like, Can you help us? I know it looks awful. And I was like, No, man. You're screwed. <laughs> we did a, a painting party one time with um Trombley, Trombley, Jeremy, Chris, and Justin, and and myself. And, well, first off, Jeremy was smart. And he was like, I don't know how to paint. I'm not doing it. I'll watch you guys. And we were drinking while we were doing it. And Chris is who we were doing it for. It was his daughter's room. And so we start painting. Dude is not even, like, he's just hitting the trim. Just, like, willy-nilly, just everywhere. And Trombley and I both know how to paint. And so we were like, ah, Chris, you're done. Get get out of here. And freaking Justin is drunk and he's sitting there and he's like laughing and scolding Chris for being a terrible painter. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's pouring his paint out of his bucket on, or out of his tray onto the floor. And we're like, all right, Justin, you're out of here. So it ended up being this painting party just turned into me and Trombley painting the entire room because we kicked everybody else out. It was pretty bad. So... So, uh, so that's the, where I'm at with this is I don't know what I'm going to do is who's going to paint. Cause I, I, I don't use tape as you know, like I use the, the, um, sure. I the, don't even use that anymore. Yeah, the, whatchamacallit, the scraper. I use a scraper and then a paintbrush and that's how I cut. And so I just don't know what I'm going to do anyways. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it means that you're going to really enjoy one coat of paint. Yeah, exactly. For a long time. Um, side note really quick. I might have to go for a second here for some odd reason. Uh, Amazon is delivering our TV at 10, 10, 15. Yep. They are pulling up right now. Uh, can you give me a second? I'm going to, I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm seeing them pull up right now. All right. Give me just a second. I'm going to pause everything. Few minutes later, how that how that TV go? Huh? Uh, like I like that you did did the whisper. Five minutes later, I hear you got a new Amazon package. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't realize that they would deliver until at ten fifteen at night. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It kept saying like Cindy's like they're gonna deliver between seven and ten. I'm like okay, but to get to our oh, house, okay. it's uh still a new address so they everybody gets lost so that that was fun uh anyways it's a return package so we our first tv had dots in it and this one is now the new one so cool stuff cool story where were we i don't remember what you're talking Uh, about it doesn't matter well what are we gonna do today lowry um so we're gonna We're gonna we're gonna do cards to cut for uh, for what episode, Lowry? No, that's your job. No, oh. <laughs> episode one thirty two. What? what are we doing today, Lowry? We're gonna do cards to cut for uh, one of our patrons, Dex uh, Matt Heinzman. He has a. I should probably look it up again. Padim. Padim. Did I get rid of it? Did you? No. It's no, Padim no, Council of Innovation. So he's the Innovation. the one for legendary creature. It's three in one blue artifacts you control have hexproof, and then at the beginning of your upkeep, you get the draw if you have the highest converted mana cost or tied for the highest yeah. mana cost. Draw a card. Artifact. Draw a card. Yeah. So 
Sweet. And then we have a, a couple of other things that might fit in. We might end up talking about M20 rotating cards. Might. Or, I think we'll be able to fit that in. Don't you think so? Yeah. 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 And then maybe, maybe not. Let's not bring up. Nope. Let's not so bring that up. Rotating that cards, M20. Yeah. <laughs> let's not put too much on our plate and then later go, nope, never mind. We didn't do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It has come to be expected just like Tuesdays. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tuesdays is the thing now. It's like a, a, a early surprise if we do Mondays. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's okay. So what are you drinking, Larry? <laughs> oh, so I'm going to go after two because you keep on getting given shit because you're willing to see people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking Odell Brewing Company Mountain Standard IPA, and I am pleasantly happy with it. It's a very simple IPA, but nothing too harsh. Very easy to drink, but still some taste to it. So uh, I, I'm actually really happy with it. Did you so. pick that up? Like, where is it at? Is that like a? I thought you'd bring back something from the nurse. Sure. No, I didn't go into any stores. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, no. Just trying to, you know, keep the environment small. Go up into my little area, and then don't interact as much as possible still gotcha just hug a tree uh well i interacted with uh jeremy i i got josh sent some uh beers but i have to do jeremy's first because cindy wanted to taste it because it's two beers actually give me three we'll do one later but this one is from montgomery brewing and it's very interesting because you mix the two beers together and it's peanut butter and jelly so yeah so the one is triple berry bomb and it has it's a sour with raspberry blackberry blueberry and a touch of lactose and vanilla and the other one is a peanut butter porter and you mix them together and it tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich it's freaking delicious what is that one called again who's i'm writing this one down it's really good montgomery brewing and dude montgomery Brewing is that like from the ashes of Montgomery Ward, or it's, it's a Minnesota. Uh, that was a it was a it was a joke that it went over my head. A Montgomery, Minnesota joke. <laughs> uh, and the funny thing is, you can't tell by the video on this, but these are 16, 16 ounce cans, so they're big. And so you mix you them mix together. Two 16 ounces yes. together. It's a lot of beer. <laughs> and perfect for my gout toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, peanut butter jelly time. Yep, it's really good. So actually, Jeremy also dropped off some. I'm, uh, I'm really jealous about that though. Meds yeah. for gout stuff that he used to take and just test it out. And so far, uh, I haven't been noticing my my toe at all because my shoulder's hurting. So it's been working. Whatever he's giving me <laughs> and all that stuff, it's working. Did you Did you ever see the movie uh, Major Pain? Yes. Yes. I remember the beginning where somebody's going, ah, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. And, and then he like, like breaks their finger or something like that. Their fingers. <laughs> ah, my finger. Well, now you're thinking about the other pain. You're thinking about yeah. your finger. Yes. Yeah. That was a that's great what it feels movie. like, huh? Yeah. So it's been nice to drink some beers again. And I'll have a, a jawbreaker uh, from our Discord. He sent over one. That so I've already tried. Good. It was a very good sour. And I'll drink and I that have next to, time. I keep on repeating myself. You have to save me one of the Avenger beers. That's the one that I had, and it's very a, good. There's yeah, it's Sammy one. Okay, we got to somehow figure out how to meet <laughs> up. You're gonna have to come outside your bubble for a second and see me, and then disinfect the can that I give you. <laughs> well, I'll just 
I can quarantine it for a couple days. That's fine. <laughs> I'm in my own little bubble. Our bubble, we really haven't seen a lot. Well, I guess I do see Jeremy yeah. and those guys yeah. a little bit. Go to Menards a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot bigger bubble than mine. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, I think that's... Oh, no, no, no. We need to do the Discord. So we do have a new patron, uh, Mr. Mr. Nick Wilson. You are a cool-ass motherfucker. How about that? You like that instead of you rock? I mean, we yes. I do like that better than stealing from Command Zone. Yes. You are a cool-ass motherfucker. Cool-ass motherfucker, you, Nick Wilson. You are, why not a cool-ass meat forcer? A meat MFR. Because MFR. Yeah, we'll just do MFR. We'll just start. You're, you're a, you're a cool-ass. Cool MFR. Yeah. Well, that's a, that, you're so you're a cool fucking motherfucker? No, you're cool-ass MFR. Okay. A cool ass. A cool ass M effort. <laughs> or we should shorten sure. it down. Motherfucker. <laughs> cool. C A M. Or we just get it. Yeah. <laughs> just all letters. You yeah. know. Acronyms. Uh, that and works. that gets that us shit. to 44 patrons. We get to 50 yeah. and we get to make the, uh, it's our patron goal where we get to do the Discord deck. Or we'll do uh, something interesting with the whole Discord making yeah, we'll make deck. a deck with the Discord, and we have no idea how that's going to work out. So we have six patrons still to wait. So not, yeah, we got about I a mean, year and a half before that <laughs> happens. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys can go. Uh, that's the way you guys can support the show. Go to Patreon. A dollar gets you into the Discord. Five dollars or more gets you proxy of the week each month. That is awesome. And then you get the free way to support the show is go to YouTube, subscribe there, check out the videos. You can listen to our podcast there as well. And then you can check out Twitter where you see the proxies of the week. You see sharing with myself and when the podcast is gonna be on Monday or Tuesday. Some other fun stuff there too, but a lot of stuff gets on the Discord. We said it before. Discord is like our what AOL chat and that might be dating us a little bit. I am. <laughs> I just Remember? did a Montgomery Ward <laughs> bankruptcy joke earlier. <laughs> yeah. I think we're fine on being dated. <laughs> but instant messaging. Remember that that shit? That's what it kind of is right now. I hear my <laughs> my my computer makes the little the little Discord noise and Cindy's like, your boys are talking to you again. <laughs> and I do check my phone, I'm like, oh, what'd they say? Okay, I can. I'll respond to that later. Oh, I don't need to respond. That's Lowry responding. That was the weird thing is you being. I don't need to respond. <laughs> Lowry That's was. Lowry respond. Well, no, Lowry I could tell that you were out of town because like it was really quiet and people would say something and I'd like chat a little bit. And then I was playing cockatrice with a guy in Jaw last night, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> Discord was just blowing up. And I'm like, guess who's home, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Because you were like responding to all the other stuff that was said during the day. It was pretty funny. Uh, and then go to Gmail. That's where you guys can uh, send us messages directly, songs, whatever. That's where you also can do your proxy picks. Mm-hmm. So that is done. Now, I think we have a new sounder for going into our episode, like our segments. Oh, cards to cut or just a new random? Just, just, just I think this fits perfect. I don't want yeah i think that's a pretty good yeah. uh lead in how how I can't, I can't was that song stuck in your head did you end up going to watch that video afterwards or no 
No, but I've you just have that part and said bang 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 <laughs> yeah, I know. multiple times throughout the week. <laughs> so I think we're I think it's a thing. Yeah, it's going to be a thing at least. I don't want relationship. I just want bang 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 bang. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's so chill too. Yeah. It's, but I mean, it's it's chill in like a, an aggressive way. Like we're trying to, <laughs> yeah, we want to do something here. I don't I don't want to know your name. I just want to bang bang bang. Mm-hmm. All right, bang, so bang, bang. we have Matt Heinzman's uh, cards to cut with Padim. Uh, when you first look at the deck, what are we looking at here? Basically, kind I, of. I mean, this is yeah, mono blue artifact heavy deck. Dot deck. Dot right? deck. Yeah. It's your straight. I mean, it's it's an artifact beater, is what it is. It, from what I'm first looking at, it's trying to get your. There's a bunch of pumps, bunch of things that get your creatures bigger, your artifacts bigger, and you just swing through and kill with regular with damage. Is what how I see it. Uh, were there any <clears throat> loops or anything like that where you win the game type of thing? I didn't see too many of that. I more saw that this was just mm. to beat face with bigger creatures yeah this is pretty straightforward i believe um i mean he he, he's a buddy of mine so i know he likes to do a certain thing in in a blue deck Mm -hmm. or every deck but we'll get to that um okay so i cut them i cut them (laughs) (laughs) so we didn't talk about we talked about it before like which ones we were picking Mm-hmm. We have actually a pretty similar list of things to cut, but we have different things. Everything that we did say to put in is completely different, so we don't have the same ones there. But it's interesting that we picked the similar ones to actually cut with this. Um, the one thing that's really cool is that Padim, if he's in play, all your artif- artifacts have hexproofs. It kind of has that built-in, you don't need to protect Protection. your stuff as much, you know? And then it also has a draw ability. So if you have the highest-powered artifact... or highest casting cost artifact you can draw off of that so that that part's kind of cool because there were certain things where i was like oh man he doesn't have protection and i was like oh yeah padim it already has it in there and then i was like oh why does he have this card in there it's based off a of drawing he's not oh padim yeah he's drawing more cards he's drawing next so, cards. so that being said um one of the first cuts that i wanted to do and this is probably this is similar to yours so we'll uh, was title Barracuda. I like this card, but it just doesn't seem to fit in the theme of this. So what title Barracuda is, it's three and a blue. It's a fish. It was from the last commander set, I believe 2020, yeah. right? Uh, and it's a three, four and it's any player may cast spells as a layered flash. Your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. So it, it's kind of like chaos a little bit, but it doesn't really fit into this. And so <clears throat> What I thought to do instead, uh, you add in some chaos, but make it fit in a little bit more. But adding in uh, Karn, the new Karn, Karn, the great creator. And I thought that could do some interesting things because it's kind of screwing with your opponents because it's making it so activated abilities of your opponent's artifacts can't be activated. That just screws them right there. And then you can actually turn your artifacts that aren't creatures into artifact creatures. So it's utilizing two things there. You're, you're still having that title Barracuda type screwing opponents over kind of thing. Um, really screwing them over. Cause just think you can't use your soul rings. You can't use your sensei's tops. You can't use a lot of what people use uh, in commander. 
And then at the same time, it can kind of help you. And the other part is, I know this won't come in very often, but it's minus ability. You can use that if somebody exiles your stuff because most likely what's getting exiled is artifacts. And it says you can take something that's outside of the game or an exile, uh, an artifact. And so it potentially you might be able to bring stuff back that gets exiled from other players. So there's well, that. Yeah. I mean, I do like that fish, the Barracuda, but at the same time, I agree. It's, it's like a good stuff card in the deck, but it helps everybody with that chaos part. Mm-hmm. But then it also protects you on your turn. But if you're doing everything that you would want at instant speed, like <clears throat> what are you protecting yourself from on your turn? I have definitely tried to fit this into deck. Oh, I have too. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to put um, it, I tried to put it in the um, Bruvac too. Cause it's like, that's blue. I'm like, all right, let's going in there. <laughs> but it, it didn't make it very far. But it, and so, it does seem like when we spoiled this, we thought it was a really good card. Not we spoiled yeah. it. We Wizards didn't give us the spoiler. They won't do that. No, they <laughs> won't talk to us at all. But <laughs> I, I think I, I'm, I don't hate the card in the deck, but I do like Karn, great creator here, especially when you don't have like the Mycosynth Lattice lock. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because that would suck. <laughs> yeah, that would suck for sure because that you know shuts down lands and mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. But I think having it in here, it, you know, technically helps you. I also wouldn't want to play it with that card if you're in a heavy, like, steel meta or copy meta. Like, if somebody copies Karn the Great Creator, that sets you so much further behind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Um, but, I mean, but if, there as long del- as you know what your meta yeah. is, I, it, think it's, I think it's fine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you had the same card, right? Title bear. No, no, oh, not on that. You one. didn't have I t- almost, it was on my like list of okay stuff. So why don't you do one that we didn't have? I didn't have on my list too then. All right. So I'm going to go with just a plain old palladium mirror, which is three colorless, uh, mirror. And it's probably just a one, one, two, two, whatever, but attached two, two, for two yeah. colorless mana. Uh, and to me, I would much rather have like choose your choice shoot your shot with between grand architect chief engineer or inspiring statuary uh grand architect you're able to tap a blue creature or and then it gives you two mana for artifact spells or abilities and then you can pay a blue to turn an artifact into a blue creature Mm. and so that can that can ramp you big time uh chief engineer gives all of your artifacts convoke which is really big. Like it's just, I'm just trying to add bigger mana ramp mm-hmm. rather than Palladium mirror that only adds two that also has summoning sickness to whereas grand architect and chief engineer does not inspiring statuary is pretty nice. Cause you have a good mixture. It's not just like all artifacts in this deck. It's like blue creature or blue spells and artifacts. Mm-hmm. So to me, inspiring statuary, if you stick with, like your stroke of genius cards with X spells, you can tap all of your artifacts to make those X spells much bigger. I dig so it. that's, that's kind of where I was. So Platymir, I would definitely cut and I'd probably, if I had to choose one, I'd probably just go grand architect. I, I was, I was leaning that one or I do like the chief engineer ad there too. He, he doesn't go full on like tons of creatures though. Yeah. 
so both could be rough. Like, I, I think it's a weird, it, it can be whatever you feel like is necessary. Like if he feels like he's getting enough creatures out, then grand architect or chief engineer are better than inspiring statuary. You know, I would say your grand architect is probably a better what you're saying there. Cause it is replacing a card that does a similar thing. You know, like you have that ability on this. You're saying the tap an untapped blue creature you control and you get the two mana. Well, that, yeah. That takes away that mirror. I mean, that's exactly what the mirror does. It gives you two mana True. for tapping a creature. So at the very least, this is a straight up replacement for the Palladium mirror with Grand Architect. And yeah. then just bonuses on top of that. Yeah. And it's the same casting cost. So yeah, yeah. I dig it. That's really good. Uh, okay. My next one, and this is one that we have, uh, I think all the, is all the rest the same? I think they are. How about you just say it and then I'll say if it is the same. Elixir of Immortality. I also chose this one. Yeah. Uh, this one, I, I what I wanted to replace is something, because what Elixir does is you, you tap two, tap it, gain five life, shuffle it and your graveyard into your library. It's a good getting your graveyard back into your, your, your hand. But I'd rather have something that you can use a little bit more. So one that I've actually been using a lot, and it was in my... Uh, Bruvac deck and I really dig this card is Midnight Clock and what Midnight Clock does is it also gives you uh, a mana with it so it's a one and two is it drop yeah one and two it taps for a blue it is also an artifact so that's kind of nice and at the beginning of each upkeep you put a an hour counter on it when you get to the 12th hour you sacrifice it shuffle your hand your graveyard into your library, then you draw seven cards. So it's a good way to replenish your hand back if you, you know, later game and stuff. And you can tap, uh, I believe it's one blue and two colorless to put a counter on it. So you can kind of control it a little bit if you had extra mana or if you had infinite mana, you could do it right away type of thing. Uh, but this is, a, I think, a better replacement for that because you're getting a mana rock off of it you're being able to use it. And then it also is drawing you and reshuffling instead of the other one is just, you're just shuffling your graveyard. You're gaining five life, five life. Yeah, that's good gaining life. But in commander, that's so minuscule to the, the grand scheme of things, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I think the only benefit that you see with elixir is that he can tap two and tap and do it at any point, shuffle his graveyard. If he thinks it's getting down, but yeah, I mean the cases of that coming in, like you need, that to happen right then and there is very minimal. Um, I think midnight clock would just be a better replacement for that. Um, and so I also chose, I, I agree. I think that's a really good replacement. And again, very similar to the grand architect um, comparison. Like this is, I think just a better thing doing it better mm -hmm. for what you want to be doing uh, than uh, elixir in this kind of deck. Cause you, with the psychosis crawler drawing those extra seven cards, just is a bigger chance of yeah. burning everybody for seven. Um, so uh, yeah, I think this is just a strict upgrade, but uh, like I said earlier, Matt is one of my friends and I know that this is a pet card of his. Mm -hmm. So he just needs to stop fucking playing this. <laughs> um, You're not even have a replacement card. You just say, don't play this just card. cut it just put <laughs> just a cut basic it. land into play <laughs> no no okay so i mean i would just go with another really cheap artifact voltaic key mm -hmm. which is one artifact or one colorless to come into play one tap it untap target artifact 
you already have that effect with unwinding clock yeah. and manifold key. I would just put a voltaic key in there. Um, I think it's an easy switch. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mess with your CMC at all. Um, I think they're both good choices though. Yep. Never hurts to have the keys in there, being able to untap and all that Cause, stuff. Cause he has, um, at least the grim monolith in here. Yep. Got grim monolith. Uh, not- and all, and there, there are a couple other tap artifacts that, like, uh, you know, that tap for multiple mana were Thran Dynamo. Nice to be able to he has in yeah. there. Yep. Um, I don't know why he doesn't have mana. Mana Vault. Mana Vault. Yeah. Yeah. Mana Vault should probably be in here, but we only have so much time. Yeah. So I like that. I like the keys in there. The keys are always a good thing yeah. to have when you have an artifact deck. All right, the uh, the next card that I had cut is uh, Scour from Existence. And I also cut that. What that one is, hang on, let me pull that up. It's a seven-drop instant, and it's exile target permanent. That's pretty sweet that you get to exile a permanent, but it's just so much mana for just exiling one permanent. I just feel like there's better things that you could put in that spot and bring your mana curve down a little bit. What I put in here, and this is actually one that he put in the email of a card that he wants to add in here. And so I actually was like, this is a card I want you to have in here and every blue deck should have it is Tefiri Master of Time. And what Tefiri Master of Time will not only do is it'll get you fucking tons of draw, which is what you want in this deck. (laughs) Whoops. Dick. But what you want in this deck, but you also have that phase out thing. So you, you can phase out a, I believe it's a creature. Let me check really quick. Master of time. Just want to, yeah, I believe it's creature as well. Uh, it is target creature. You don't control phases out. So most likely you're going to use the plus one ability, but you're going to use that on everybody's turn. But then it also has that minus three of phasing out a creature. So you're kind of, I know the scour is a permanent, but I think this is just a much better replacement and it's a four drop. And then it's, he also has a bunch of uh, extra turn stuff in this deck. So if you get to the 10, it's take two extra turns after this one. So that also fits into something that Matt likes to use. sub theme. Yeah. So you have a a half one because that'd be three draw or extra turn things that are in here. So I just thought, I think this card in general, if you're playing blue, almost needs to be in, a lot of blue decks, a majority of blue decks a need lot. to add this. A lot. I don't want to say every, but it needs to be in a lot of blue decks. Uh, okay. Lot. So what did you put for a scour uh, as your replacement? Uh, so for scour from existence, cutting that, um, I had a couple of different options slash choices. Um, I think spine of ish saw has a chance, like it's seven mana artifacts. Uh, it comes into play and destroys. I'm pretty sure so it, it either a permanent in, or it fits in the, the theme of things is what you're Artifacts, saying. Artifacts. Yeah. yeah. And if it goes into the graveyard, comes back into your hand so that you have that repeatability a little bit, you know, I like that. Uh, moving on rivers rebuke. Uh, you're really the like. spine of ish. Shaw is destroy target permanent. Okay. So that can also hit a land. It do, mm. just doesn't exile. Uh, rivers rebuke. I think could be a good one where it just like bounces all non-land permanents to an opponent's hand. Mm, I do like that um, but card. The, and that's for six mana. But I think the one that I would probably choose most is all is dust, mm. seven mana sorcery, and then all um, colored permanents are sacrificed. 
So you might so, you might hit your own, but it's not going to be that many for this because most yeah. of his stuff is blue artifacts, if anything. So it's colorless, and yeah. so it won't and be hit there. And, it'll, and so I think you'll you'll definitely have more stuff left behind. So it's much more of a one sided wrath style card. I mm-hmm. mean, another one that you could consider is maybe Ugin, the Spirit Dragon, as well. <laughs> Yeah. So, and, and again, that's a little bit more mana. Um, I was thinking like spine because the artifact stuff with maybe grand architect or the chief engineer, um, just like a bit more ramp there. I kind of, I, I, I think I agree with your take on all his dust though. I like that. Yeah. That's hitting a bunch of stuff. Almost everybody's going to lose stuff and you're yeah. going to lose very little. Uh, and, and it's a, sacrificing. A, it gets yeah. around there you know, uh, hex proof, indestructible, anything like that. It just wipes it all out. So I I do agree with that. And and that's the problem with rivers rebuke because it just hits one opponent. Yeah. Right. And so that, that can really just like that player is gone. Yeah. They are done. Game over for me. (laughs) So, um, all right. So then, uh, jumping into the next card, uh, I just went with ancestral vision, I know it's a good draw, I did as well. but it just doesn't fit really with the theme of this. Um, what I replaced it with is something that gives you a potential to draw. Um, and it's Psy Master Thopterist. And this also adds into it what his theme is a little bit. He is he does have a few things that is adding Thopter tokens and everything. Uh, but what he does is two and one blue. It's a one four. And it's whenever you cast an artifact spell. So you're casting artifacts like crazy. But you create mm-hmm. a 1-1 color stopter with flying. You can tap a blue and a color, sacrifice two artifacts to draw a card. So you already have other things that are creating 1-1 thopters. This is also a sack outlet for if somebody's destroying your stuff, drawing cards off of it. There are so many things that you can do with this card. Uh, and it's Or it's just making your meat force huge. So you can go through and run through people when you're casting 1-1s. You just add to your... Because what else does he have in here? He has uh, he has that enchantment, right? Thopter Spy Network. Yeah. Um, one other thing, I'll say Sharding Sphinx could be another thing that would be in this. I was really tempted to say that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't say that. I had it replacing something else that I'm not having in here. But Sharding Sphinx would be a good add in this deck as well. Cause then you're also creating uh one ones as well with that. Cause that, that one, isn't it every time your artifacts deal uh damage, damage, you get a one, one thopter from it. So you're just making a huge meat for us at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I thought that would be a, a pretty sweet ad. It isn't an artifact, but he creates artifacts by you casting them. So that's pretty yeah. sweet. It's cheap. I think it's really, it's really sweet on the on the CMC. Yeah, the draw part I think is like if somebody's going for like a destroy, and then you're like, okay, sack, sack, yeah. sack, draw as much as I can off of it. Because so. I mean, think of ancestral vision. You hit that. You draw. You draw this, or you draw ancestral vision. You you have to tap one to get ancestral and wait four turns for that to happen, or you get psi and you're able to do stuff right away. You know, make creatures sack you if you need to draw right then and there potentially even draw off of that and it's i just think this is going to do better in a commander game I, it just ancestral doesn't seem like it would fit very well yeah um, but what yeah. did you have and, replacing it and me 
cutting ancestral vision, I would probably add in War of Invention. I like that which one. Which is three blue and X, and then you can tap artifacts to add to the X. And that goes and puts any artifact from your library into play. It's a court of calling for artifacts, yeah. essentially. Um, and I saw that you had fabricate in there, so you're not, you know, adverse to uh, tutors or anything. So I think that's a really good one in its place of ancestral vision. Yep, I totally missed uh, Wear of Invention. That's a awesome tutor. Get you right into play card. Yeah, I love for sure. That card. It's it's great on the budget. Um, you know, it's probably just as good. You know, it's not as good as Fabricate, but there are other artifact tutors directly into play type cards. I, this is probably just as good, if not better. Yeah. So I dig that one. Uh, okay. And then my last one to cut, uh, we talked about this beforehand and you actually really like this one, but God Pharaoh's statue, that one, <laughs> it, it seemed it's it's kind of a dickish card, which is fine, but yeah, it's a six drop. That's an artifact, but then it just all it's doing is making your opponent's spells cost two more. Forget that each opponent loses one life. That they is, lose one life. That's meaningless. It's really making yeah. your your you're tapping your tapping six to just make your your opponent's spells cost two more. It, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this just, just sucks uh but anyways i think it's like a fair karn great creator though a fair fair or, yeah, fairer they're different, they're different cards never mind yeah. <laughs> never mind uh but what i put in replace is something that you can utilize a lot more and i, I actually i need to put this in my Bruvac deck i'm surprised i didn't do this one but it's emery lurker of the lock and she is it's half the casting cost of what the the statue is so it's two and one blue uh, merfolk wizard so it's not an artifact but it's uh it's one it costs one less for each artifact you control so most of the time you're paying one to get this into play and then when it hits the battlefield you mill the top four cards of your library into your graveyard and then you can tap it, choose target artifact from your graveyard, and you may cast that card this turn. Uh, the recursion on this is ridiculous. And he, he does have a lot of recursion things in here, so it fits with that, you know? And you have, if you're not hitting that reshuffle thing, you're, you're always going to have stuff in your graveyard. People are killing shit. It's going to be there. Being able to cast it, bring it back, the recursion part is amazing. And I think this card is a must to be in this deck. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I think Emery is a solid, solid blue artifact um, enabler. I would just put it somewhere else because I love the statue. I want to see it played. <laughs> no, I think it's really it's cool. It's so stupid. I hate that statue. It just seems so dickish. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Matt, being a dick. <laughs> no, so I think I, I like the statue. I like Emery. And so if I had to choose between the two, I'd probably go Emery for sure. Good job, Larry. <laughs> but I agree with uh, you. your your last one is a card that we talked about beforehand where I wrote it down as a card that I am going to look at picking more of. So I want to hear this one. Okay, so I'm going to say you have Echoes of Eons in here, and I would cut that. Again, it's, you'd, you know, shuffle in your graveyard hand and do the whole thing and then draw seven cards. 
Um, I get it with the psychosis crawler um, and you're just refilling your hand. I, I don't dislike it, but since I don't want you, like if you're playing with Emery, I think you have better options to just play from the graveyard a little bit like, like Emery. And if you're fighting against that, Emery becomes worse mm-hmm. um, long-term. So I, I would go more artifact recursion IMO uh, maybe. Uh, but so what I would replace echoes of eons with is shimmer dragon. Oh, this is such a good card, which is four colorless blue, blue. It's a five, six flying dragon. As long as you control four or more artifacts, shimmer dragon has hex proof. It will have, hex <laughs> it will have double hex proof. Cause if you have Padim out, it's double. <laughs> well, hex-proof. it's not a, it's not an artifact though. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. it's still just a dragon, yeah, but the, the kicker here, which is not the keyword, but just, the ability is tap two untapped artifacts you control, draw a card. What? I, <laughs> with unwinding clock in here, this is a huge. I think you'll draw more than seven cards, and yeah. then you'll be able to leave your graveyard alone. And, and you're not having everybody else shuffle their hand and draw or shuffle their yeah. yeah their hand and their graveyard, and then drawing seven. You, that sometimes is benefit if this is late. If that's late game, and you do Echo of Eons. You're benefiting the other players by having them draw. Just as, yeah, just as much. Yeah. So I love this pick for that. Uh, same casting cost. And I think you're right. Especially if you're making the 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 Thopter tokens. Just think of that. You have all these little your meat force yeah. out there and you're tapping two of them and drawing. And it's you can even like if if somebody was attacking you and you're like block with two Thopters, tap them in between and draw a card and they both die or whatever. Like, I feel like there's a lot more tricks there. I think there's more consistency in drawing. You're also having a threat of a five, six flyer. Um, I think this card is just better. Yeah. Yep. It's cheap as hell too. It's yeah. under a buck right now. Uh, there isn't foils because it was in the brawl decks, right? Is that what well, it I got was? like 10 of them. I think it's a damn good yeah, card. We, when we saw this card, we loved that card. Out is, there, of, is there anything else? Like, I think there's a lot of plug and play here because it is a blue artifact deck. Yeah. Is so there other I, stuff you're saying? To, I mean, yeah. Is there is there other stuff that you found but just didn't have the time and we could just list those off real quick? Well, I did efficient construction because I think that adds in with the, um, what is it? The making thopters is that what it is i'm trying to make sure yeah whenever you cast an artifact spell create a one one thopter artifact so it's doing the same yeah. thing as padim except it's an enchantment so you can keep adding in with that kind of stuff uh ward of bones seems like it could be fun with this deck because uh, it's also an artifact i like one card that you used and that i now use a little bit if i have blue is crystal shard could be pretty good in this because you could bounce other people's stuff you could bounce your stuff and have your cast stuff trigger again when you're casting you get one one thopters and all that stuff and potentially untapping it to do it again yeah um i i put down the i think i have like three that i really liked but didn't add in uh one card that you really like mechanized production yep i like that which is uh and so if you went more thopter themed i think this would really work for you because uh, you, if you have ten or more of the same artifact, you win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tezzeret, 
uh, Artifice Master, which is the one like if you control two or three artifacts, you get to draw two cards, mm. or it makes Thopters, um, or you get to go and find a permanent and put it into play if it ultimates. Like that card's really good in an artifact deck. Yeah, for sure. And then Vidalcan Humiliator, which is a card that I I love, but don't have an artifact deck blue. Uh, and that's if it's attacking and you have three or more artifacts, all of your opponent's creatures turn into one ones. Oh man. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think that would be really, really cool here. Um, Especially cause this deck is more of an attack style deck that would yeah. work perfect for it. And so I, I think being able to just drop everything down to one ones would be really, really cool. So here's my question for you. Out of all of your cards that you wanted to add in, what would be your number one pick to put in the deck? If you only could pick one to put in Matt's deck, and you said, you have to have this in here. This is my favorite. This card needs to be in here. It doesn't have to replace the card that you said it did, but you're saying that it needs to be in the deck. What would you... Mm. Oh, probably Shimmer Dragon. Yeah. I think that... How about you? Oh, mine is probably between Emery and to fit with the theme more. I do like Psy Master Thopterus. I do like yeah. that card a lot because yeah. both of those are working with your artifacts. And like Larry said, it is very good at doing this. Uh, recursion is really good. And so that's why I really like Emery because... Yeah, you, and the two the two work together with Emery and Psy. That's a good like point. you're sacking artifacts, being able to bring them back. You might want to lower your curve a little bit more if you're going that route. Yeah, but I, I think those two cards are fantastic for sure. Yeah, I think one of those two is probably my favorite. I think out of the whole thing, out of all of our list, I think I might pick Shimmer as one of my favorite cards that we have picked on that too. I might pick yours mm-hmm. as my favorite one because that is. <laughs> it, it's a higher casting cost but what it can do with an artifact deck is really good and the fact that it'll it'll get hex proof by pretty much because you're you're playing artifacts so they're going to have hex proof with it yeah so sweet all right well thanks matt for submitting that deck you guys can uh shoot your anybody in the discord if you guys want us to take a look at your deck and have us tear it apart and tell you how stupid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, we don't just do. our our unintelligible Which, suggestions. That's a lot of times that you need. Like when you're looking at a deck, that's a lot of times they'll be like, "All right, Larry, look at my deck. What cards? I, I can't cut the last seven. You know, and I, when I used to do it before yeah. our, our blueprint episode. Now I don't need your help anymore, Larry. <laughs> but sometimes it does help. I'll, I'll come to you and I'll be like, all right, dude, I need to cut four. I need somebody that isn't attached to my deck, you know, that has been looking and building this and has all these feelings to every, to every card. What card should I get rid of? And you just sometimes need that outside perspective to uh, kind of point you in the right direction. So it's interesting to take a look at the deck. And we both don't talk beforehand about it. It's just both of us look at it. And then we write down our list and then we talk about it before we do the podcast right right before. And so it's interesting that we come up with similar stuff or this, this one was really interesting that we had three, three of the same cuts out of the five. And it's interesting, Larry, that Mm -hmm. we kind of did it the same way this time. (laughs) Whereas Uh, every other time. (laughs) (laughs) Normally we do it all over the place. Well, uh, I'll give you this. 
I put a I put a few more, but just in case you went with a lot, so that I had some too. <laughs> I was like, I don't know which way he's going to go with this, but I like this way of doing it. I think this is the way we do it from now on. I think it's kind of cool though. <laughs> I just go with whatever I because what I ended up doing here was I picked a, a couple and then when this is what I would do the most like I mm-hmm. I lean towards this the most but gave options yeah so I don't know um I apparently bought a beer with a cork in it oh do you have to go so I need to go can I go and cork this go ahead go for it all right I'll be right back a few minutes later <laughs> 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 I like that. All right. So I just cracked a wild mine artisan ales again. This one's called Mahalo Sour Ale, fermented with pineapple. That sounds like a Hawaiian beer. Did yeah. AJ send that to you? Well, no, he didn't. Oh. This is the wild mine. They're expensive, but I think it's just Hawaiian because it has pineapple. I don't know. It kind of smells <laughs> yeasty there. Yeasty. It still smells yeasty. Did you taste it yet? Oh, there we go. Down the hatch. What you think? That has some good pineapple flavor. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I like that. All right. So let's move into not, not amazing. Just good. Just good. All right. Not probably not worth the the price tag again, but it's good. All right. Let's move into rotation cards for Corset 2020. I don't want relationship. I just want bang bang bang. That's inappropriate, <laughs> by the way. I just want bang, bang, bang. So this list we have not gone back and forth with. So I'm going to have to mark which ones we actually. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. He's not even listening anymore. But... <laughs> he may pick back up later in the future and then be like, oh. They Since wish we wished him a happy birthday via text two weeks two ago. Weeks ago. Or... <laughs> He's like, oh, they remember me. <laughs> Which we actually did it because Johanna, his wife, had texted us to say oh, his birthday stuff is going on. And I think it was a surprise thing. And then we thought she meant that that Monday was his birthday. So we were two weeks early. We almost mm. we probably ruined the surprise of whatever they did. Could have. Well, I mean, he's a smart guy. He yeah. probably figured he it out. He probably did because we tried to cover up like, oh, this is what happens after you <laughs> turn 30. I think we've 30. done this in the past. <laughs> we're no idea what's yeah. going on. <sighs> we're bad at stuff. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Let's go through this list. Uh, Can you do that? Can you say that in like a Beavis or Butthead voice? What? We're bad at stuff. Uh, well, I have the, what is it? This one. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> yeah, but that's like their actual voices and they aren't oh, you incredibly want me to do annoying. It? Just you doing it isn't it? They're such, they sound so frustrating. Shut up, Beavis. Be around. Yeah. <laughs> See, that wasn't as bad. I have a I have that part down, and then any other word or sentence I can't put that together. It's like my uh, Kermit. Is it the Kermit noise? No, it's Mickey. Oh, Mickey! Yeah, I'm like, it's a Kermit that uh-huh. I know what it is. Ha ha ha! Hey guys, <laughs> just excited. Let's go to rotation cards, guys. Uh, okay, so we are. If you guys don't remember from last week or first time you're listening to this. Uh, we are going through if a little you early. You don't remember from an episode ago. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Hey, maybe again. we got a new listener, a new listener this week. Then this is the first time they're hearing this. So we're not going to explain this. Go back to next week. Listen to that. <laughs> last and week. Catch up. <laughs> yeah. So we're going through all the rotations, rotation cards, and kind of picking out the ones that we think you should kind of take a look at, either for your toolbox or 
for cards that we think will probably go up in the future here. Um, and mm-hmm. now would be the time to pick it up because it's going to be the cheapest they're going to be potentially. Um, so why don't you start off since I started everything with Matt's list? <clears throat> why don't we have you start with uh, your first one of cards to look at? All right. So I'm going to go with Yarok the desecrated. I have that on my list. So, and I would say any, because the way I see it is all of them are as low as they're going to go and they're trending upwards from what I'm seeing. The only thing I will say is the, the foils, weren't they 20? Um, yeah. But being a highly played yeah. very favorite legend, it's not going down. I don't, I don't think any of those prices are going down more than, you know, like a book or two. And then they're going to go back up. Like this is one of those like Zakama cards. Like, People love this. Yeah, it is. It's in, as a commander, it's in 3,000 decks as a commander, and it's in nearly 3,000 other decks that it isn't a commander in. So you're looking at 6,000. What was that noise? Bumping the mic? I, I cheersed my mic. <laughs> 6,000 decks. Uh, I I focused on the non-foils because they're at 10. And I think those could get yeah. easily get over 20, 25. I think you're right. I mean, I think you're definitely right that the foils aren't going to drop any lower than they are. But they're at the, your lowest one is you're looking at the promo one for about 24 bucks. Pre-release or the the promo the course? Promo. Uh, the Planeswalker one. So that one's at 24. The other foils are at 27 and 30. So the pre-release is the most expensive at this point. Yeah. So uh, I would say definitely get this into your arsenal yeah. type thing. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a copy of this, get this. It's a little harder of a, uh, I think it's a good spec, but it's harder of a spec because it's a really expensive one. You know, you're like, you're dropping 10 for a non-foil, you know, um, and you're dropping 20, yep. 25 yep. for a foil. Uh, I'd love to have a foil of this guy because he is awesome as a commander. Um, okay. My first one, yeah, it's it's a really good card. Yeah. My first one made its news as of today. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that it drops way down, but field of the dead. Um, it's in 14,000 EDH decks. I'm saying wait for it to drop below five is what I'm hoping it gets down to, but it's already in a lot of freaking EDH decks. Oh. Yeah, I mean it. It was banned in historic, which is yeah. an arena style, so like not even card based. I mean, it does seem like a really good card, and the question is, is like, does it continue to get banned? And I don't know even what it is it, banned in, other than standard pioneer. That's why I'm saying this is the only one I'm saying. Wait, <laughs> wait for it to drop, especially after the I banning. Get one. I would get one at $7, like the cheapest that you can find. Yeah. Right now it's at 12. So you got to wait till it drops is what I was, uh, point. Yeah. I said, wait until it's at five to eight. So your $7 is right in that, that wheelhouse there. And I think as long as it doesn't get banned it's not going to get banned in EDH, but no, but if it gets I mean, banned, in I, I don't every other format, this could drop really low, <laughs> but I don't yeah, see them probably not printing this again you know like this card will yeah, not get printed because it got banned in so many different formats they're not going to fuck with that but your your foils are way too expensive i wouldn't even look at those you have 50 40 and 20 
the promo yeah. is the the cheapest one. So I wait till the non foils drop down between five and eight and pick that one up. Yeah. All right. What is your next one, Lau? Um, I'm going to go with Mystic Forge. I got that that one. Yep. All Um, right. We're just trading back and forth. This might be a pretty quick segment. Did you have Uh, uh, Field of Dead on yours? Yes, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. Let me put a check on Uh, Mystic Forge. I was going with the Planeswalker promo foil for five Five bucks. bucks. Yep. Oh, man. We're good at this. 7,200 EDH decks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid this is, card. This is great for artifact decks. Like this was in Matt's Adeem deck. Um, it's it's good with morph decks. So Sidisi or Ixidor, those those two run this or should be because it works with morph craziness. It should be um, in my Bruvac deck, which I need to add that because it's a very good card. <laughs> and it has artifact. I mean, yeah. that's that's hey, blue has some pretty good draw. So I don't know if that's something that you need, but. Uh, it's a very good card, yeah, for sure. I, I could see those foils jump into ten to fifteen uh, over time there. So I, I, that's an awesome pick there. Um, all right, my thanks, thanks for agreeing with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna pick the one that had the most decks um, on EDH rack. So Leyline of Anticipation was mm-hmm. in twenty one thousand EDH decks now. The, I'm going to say lay, there's a few of I have a few of the ley lines on here because these I did too I think have your best value potential because they have seen really high prices before and they're dirt cheap right now I was going for the the Planeswalker promo foil at eight bucks and these have been well over twenty five these have been up to forty fifty dollars because it's not non-foils. just foils yeah non foils uh. They're just they're played in other formats, which is nice. But they're it's in twenty one thousand EDH decks, so it's it's a yeah, good card. Anticipation to have. is, uh, I well, how many of them are you going to talk about? Three. Let's just talk about all three right okay. now. Okay, yeah, it's funny. I didn't that write down a, their prices. Yeah, <laughs> Leyline Avoid, right? Yeah, have that. Yeah. Yep. So that one's in forty three hundred EDH rec decks. Uh, yeah. The promo foils at eleven. Non foils are at eight. So obviously for sure. go for the foils for sure. And that one will be over 30. And then I had, I don't know you have ley line of sanctity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we don't know the same. Those three. Yeah. So that one's not in as many, that, that one's more of a spec for other formats, but it, it Modern, is yeah. used in commander a little bit, 2,100 decks, but you can get the pro, the planeswalker foils for four dollars right now yeah and that that was a twenty dollar non-foil before this reprint so the ley lines and i'll tell you this i've already done my dollar to duels with the ley lines like a few months ago because i bought them cheap with the foils and all that stuff these i'm probably going to pick up more because they're they're no brainers they're going to get back up once rotation happens here very cool um So, yeah, uh, why don't you do the next one then, since I kind of done all the ley lines there. Uh, Ajani, Strength of the Pride. <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> we're pretty... That's all so, right. So we're far, we're one, on two, page. three, four, five, six, seven for seven. <laughs> uh, Ajani, Strength of the Pride. Um, I would go for a normal foil at 15 bucks. Yeah, that's um, what I... Or, uh, did I have... The promo foil seemed to be like twenty five. I the non foils are at twelve. I didn't realize there were ones for fifteen. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no you're right. They're 1650, uh, which means they're around 15 because that's yeah. goldfish. So prices. the non-foils might dip a bit more. I don't see the foils going down. This card goes in every Aloro deck, essentially. Anything that's gaining a ton of life that you're going to be over your 40, you you buy this. Yeah. You play it. This was the card that I was surprised existed when Trombley played it and that you can ultimate yeah. it right away. I I bought this for five bucks when it came out. I was like, what the fuck is it? This is so low. Yeah. And then right after it jumped up to like 10 and now it's, you know, where it is. But And mind you, it's at this price and there's not a ton of decks that are using it. It's only in 3,000 EDH rec decks. So when it's people... It's not planted standard. It, when people start not realizing how good this card is, this card will skyrocket. Because well, if you guys don't remember, the the the... Ability for four. You bring this out. It's two, two white and two colorless. For zero, if you have at least fifteen life, more than your starting life to- total, exile it, and each artifact and creature your opponents control. You just win the game right there if you're playing a life the game, game for four mana. Yeah, it's insane. It's such a good card. It's probably one of the top picks to get here. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm gonna see if I can keep this streak going. I think you, you not. Nah, I know I have at least two that you don't have. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to see if we can make eight for eight. All right. Uh, okay. I have Golos Tireless Pilgrim. Do you have that? I do not. Oh, oh you failed. Damn <laughs> oh, oh, damn to you. Shit. Uh, so okay. Golos is, and also, this one's even more than Yarok. It has more decks because it's a five color commander. It's, uh, 4,400 commander decks and it's in 4,000 decks in itself. So you're looking at almost well, 8,500 decks for this card. I was going for the non foils with this because they're at five bucks and this will probably get over 10 to 15. I actually want to check the, um, the actual foils, what they're at. And it's been on the rise because you could have got these back in April for $2 and now it's up to five bucks. The foils, yeah, you, there. Now that's another sign that the non-foils are going to go higher. Is foils are at forty-five and thirty, so they're quite a bit higher than the non-foils at this point. Yeah. Yep. So, I I just think it's a good five-color commander for five. It just it does quite a bit. Uh, number two. It oh does. shit! Shit! Number two has a, a deck or this deck. Hey, number two. Hey, number two. There we go. He just played this one. I. He? Yeah, he just played it the last time. He makes all of my decks. I have this one. We yeah. spotlighted this. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Number two is a fucking cheater. He just <laughs> takes my decks. <laughs> Whatever. Son of a bitch. Just, just kidding. All right, what's your, your next one? I want to see if we can match this, any of I'm others. sure you have this one. Uh, Elvish Reclaimer. I didn't put that on here. What? I didn't this card's probably really good. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go. So this one is one green. It's a one, two. And then if you have like a couple oh, lands yeah. in your graveyard, it, it gets I plus like two, plus two. Yep. And then you can pay to tap it, sack a land and put a land into play from your library. And I'm guessing you're saying foils on these guys. Uh, the promo foils are 350. That is a steal long term. Yeah. Um, this is this is crop rotation on a stick and a foil crop rotation, which is super old, granted, are probably like a hundred bucks. Yeah. 
maybe dipping after the you know the full art um stuff like that but the card is a really really good card this is probably a really really good card um but at 350 promo the planeswalker promo foil i uh, i think that's going to be a really good price for yep. 350 yep i missed that I guy i could probably i think i can trade away the non foils for 2 bucks right now and i won't <laughs> and i won't i think i think the non foils are a 5 dollar card I think the foils are 10 to 15. Yep. I don't have numbers oh. of how much he's used. I could look at it really quick. I don't think he's used very much. I, I think that's a big thing. Like it's super cheap and it doesn't look like there's a ton to it, but just that, that yeah, he's almost, or, he's in 5,000 EDH rec decks. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty going good. someplace, yeah. but just being able to go and get cradle. Yeah. Just like another option for it is for amazing. Sure. For one drop that you can, yeah, yeah that's really good. I'll be picking up some of those. Uh, all right. My next one, trying to see if you'll get this one. I'll go with the... Probs not. The one that has more decks using it than uh, the other. But Agent of Treachery I is do not. in 7,600 EDH rec decks. The non-foils are currently at 4 bucks, And I could see those probably getting to 10 maybe a little higher than that, but it's a nice way to steal someone's permanent. I mean, it's a seven drop, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. That's my biggest problem is I just don't see it getting that high because of the CMC at seven. But I mean, it's already in 7,600 EDH rec decks, which is a lot for, that's one of the higher ones on our list besides the hmm. ley lines. That's the second highest that on my end, the list that we've talked about field of the dead was the highest. And then this would be second for decks that are using it because yeah. it's, it's any permanent. So you can steal that Gaia's cradle or steal whatever's on, you know, and it doesn't matter if he dies, you keep it. You get to keep it. Yeah. And it has a bonus that if you are a stealing deck, if you control three or more permits, you don't, con you don't own, you get to draw three cards, but <laughs> I mean, it's That's going perfect. in the steel, the, the steel deck, or you can, any deck that you're stealing stuff, it's going in that, but it could be in yeah. anybody's deck. It's the hard part is the seven drop is a little tough, but think of flickering this use this with your, uh, I've thought of it. What's I didn't do it. <laughs> All right. So what is, is it your last one? I think you started. I have, I have two more. Okay. So if I that's do too. Okay. I do too. Actually. I had 11 on my list. So right. I cheated. Um, I just figured you were going to say ley lines. So that worked for me. Um, Safara, Safara skies blade. I don't have that one either. I know you don't. Cause it's bulk. This is bulk. Uh, all of it's bulk and buy it super. It's, Basically, you put it in a flying deck like Kaikar or any of the spirit decks that are being made or just flying in general. But you can pay white four and tap four flying creatures. You get to put a 7-7 seven, seven flying lifelink. All of your other flyers gain indestructible. The card is really, really good. And it's bulk. That just, is pretty crazy. Yeah. It it's, it's, has lifelink, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. flying lifelink. Yep. It's fucking box. And it gives all your other creatures flying and indestructible. 
everything with flying has indestructible. Oh, other creatures. Yeah, sorry. Other creatures yeah. you control with flying. So the card is crazy, though, because you can tap all of your creatures, and let's say, like, you have just the one blocker of Safara, and they attack you with a bunch. You're gaining seven life being able to block whatever and killing one of their creatures. Like, they're not going to attack you again. Mm-hmm. And if you put a boots or uh, a greaves on it or have some other type of protection, it's it's a super cheap Avacyn Angel of Hope, giving all of your stuff indestructible. You know, it's narrow, but it's super cheap. I'll give you he or she is in almost 5,000 EDH rec decks as well. And it's bulk. Yeah, so, you're looking at foils for about two bucks. Yeah, and this was... Um, I think it was one of those like promo decks that came out. It was like the face card, but ancient ancient uh, or agent of treachery was also one of those face cards for like the intro decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I dig this. I, 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 I might have to card pick is, up uh, some of those. Yeah. Super good. Super good. Like I said, I, I had it in Kai car and it was like, boom, this is amazing. This is really good in Alila. Well, I mean, think of it, think of it as just as a commander could be good. You're just playing a bunch of little mm-hmm. one, one flying easy cast and stuff. And you just cast this your fourth turn and, or not even fourth turn. You could do it probably turn two or three, seven, seven flying. All your other ones have flying and indestructible. That's pretty brutal. Then you leave your little guys back to block yeah. and you're attacking with a seven flying lifelink. Like it's it's a dang good card for fifty cents. Yeah, I like it. I like that one. Good job, Yay. Larry. All right, uh, my next one is I don't know if you you don't like this one as much. I don't think, but Lotus Field. Uh, I hate the, it. <laughs> it's no, in. It's all right. It's in uh, sixty four hundred EDH rec decks. Promo foils are at about seven right now. I could see this one getting over fifteen uh, down the road. It's sweet because it has hexproof on it, and yeah, you're sacking lands, but they don't have to be untapped, which is cool because you can do your turn, you know, sacrifice the tapped lands, and it comes in, and you get your next turn three land, and this won't be targeted by anybody. So, uh, I, and it and it goes really well into like Gitrog Monster mm-hmm. and Titania Argoth Protector. Like it, it just slots into those heavily played commander decks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I see the potential there. Like you're saying. Yeah. All right. And what is your last one? Lau? This is, this is super bulk stuff right here. So I don't know if anybody's going to agree with me on this. Uh, this is cryptic caves. Um, again, bulk land what? uncommon. It is taps for colorless. And then if you have five or more land, you can pay one, tap it, sack it to draw a card. So I don't know we, about this one, Lowry. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so this this to me is a card that goes in any card, any deck that struggles drawing cards. Um, or if you are playing with uh, any type of land recursion within your deck, so like a crucible world style, if you're doing a little bit more. It just adds that extra draw. Um, like the Modern Horizon lands that are rare mm-hmm. that you like, that we like. Mm-hmm. This is an uncommon version, super cheap. Foils are like 50 cents. 
Um, and I think there's some good potential there. Yeah, it's in 4,000 decks. So it's not too bad. So, and it's at least 1,000 of mine. So, wink. 1,000 of yours? You have that yeah. many, Larry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't have the um, right buttons up. Shoot! I was gonna. I was like, "Oh shit!" Wah, wah, yeah. Wah. <laughs> so no, I think I think this one. You you could say that I'm off my rocker here, but I think this isn't that far of a stretch because you, you wouldn't want to be. Think of those Modern Horizon lands that you we do like. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna do that early turns, right? You're gonna do it late. Yeah. So this is almost not like that part is. You're doing it at the same time. And this is uncommon. You can get them in foil for super cheap. Um, I think that's the part that gets me is the super cheap is nice. You know, yes, the foil that's, price. that's the thing. Like they're super cheap. That's, I think that's the big thing. Like if that starts getting, I see it, this being like a $5 foil and getting it at 50 cents. I think that's a more than a steal. Yep. Get it, get a bunch of them and then buy a list them back. Definitely could yeah. work. Uh, okay, my last one is a reprint card that was pretty damn expensive until it got reprinted here, uh, but it's Steel Overseer, so it's a nice card for those artifact decks. Uh, you can get the foils at $3 right now, which is crazy cheap, considering that the uh, Magic 2011 foils got over 30 40, Actually, wait. I got up to 50 at one point right before this got reprinted. Then it dropped, and now they're $8. You can pick up the Magic 2011 ones for 8 but why pick up those when you can pick up these for $3? <laughs> they aren't in a ton of, pick. of decks. Uh, it's only in 2,600 decks, So, because yeah, it's a niche thing that you're going after. It's going to go in your artifact decks. But yeah, And I, if, Matt, if Matt there went towards that Thopter... This would way. be perfect in that. Yeah. It totally works. And I, I think it works in Brea decks for sure. If you're going aggro instead of combo mm-hmm. with that, like if you're going more fair, I think it works there. Um, yeah. I think it's a great card for sure. That's yeah. a great pick. So sweet. Well, that was a good, uh, good list. Uh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> so the last list that we did, I like went through them all and I'll tell you what my number one pick from last time. I actually, I want to do the same thing here. My number one pick for last time was beast whisperer that's when i i went deep on with the and i i missed when you said the um media promo media promo foils were sweet because it has all the five symbols on the foil stuff which is awesome and you can get those still for like two bucks and that card is ridiculously good but what I did was I took our list. I went off of what our podcast stuff. I'm like, all right, what did Laura say? I'm like, okay, I like that. I already have some of that. I'll, I'll add that to my list. And I actually made like a $100 spec buy with all the stuff that we picked. And I got a shit ton of cards for that amount of money, you know, and it's right on. for dirt cheap. So I'm going to do the same here. <laughs> uh, what is your Wait. favorite? Let's take the ley lines out of it because I honestly would probably say the ley lines would be my favorite pick. But Take the ley lines yeah, out. What's your favorite pick? Lines. Um, the one I am my favorite versus what I would most likely do. So my favorite would be a Johnny Strength of the Pride for fifteen foils. Yeah, I think that would $15 be fifteen dollar foils. 
Um, but I mean, it's nor that's kind of out of my price range for specking. So I would go cryptic caves foils for 50 cents. <laughs> I would go deep on that. I would, yeah, I'm a cheap ass motherfucker. So well, let, let I me rephrase that. that. If you could pick one card to like hat, hatch your bets on and be like, okay, this, this card is going to get me boom. I'm going to make so much money off of this. I'm going to go like, let's say the Trombley and Adam route and go 300 deep on Oath of the Gate Watch. <laughs> oh, cryptic, cryptic cave. <laughs> That's what you do. The foils of those. I don't know. Um, Let's say you had five hundred dollars to spend on any one card here and get as many copies as you wanted. Oh, if we're just if we have a limited amount of money, then cryptic caves. <laughs> <laughs> if we had unlimited amount of money, then I would probably go. And I wouldn't be buying cards because I'd have unlimited money. <laughs> I wouldn't go. <laughs> I have unlimited money. Why am I buying a bunch of cards to get more unlimited? Because I don't. Yeah. Well, that's how greed works. <laughs> yeah. Um, why? Why isn't uh, Jeff Bezos just <laughs> doing anything else yeah. other than <laughs> what he's doing? Um. Ah. Uh, uh, Elvish Reclaimer. That's a pretty good pick. That's I don't know. What do you think? Good. I might be leaning towards Mystic Forge. Although yeah. I do like the Ajani pick. Uh, the only thing that doesn't match is the decks. And Field of the Dead is in 14,000. If that dropped, if I knew that was going to drop, I would go with that. Honestly, if we sure. threw the Ley Lines back in, I would hit Ley Line of Anticipation and get those foils like crazy. So... Throwing those back in, would you go a ley line or would you stay with? Yes. Yeah. I, I would go a ley line if I could. Yeah. And any of them. Yeah. For really. Sure. I think all three of them are the best picks out of the however many we talked about right there. Yeah. Because they, they've proven themselves, right? For sure. In in various formats. Void works in a bunch. And I think, like you've said before, is uh, price, is it price memory where people remember that these were at this price? And so you have a tendency yeah. that knowing that they can get up to, you know, like people will spend that money again because they were that amount at one point. And I don't see them reprinting these for a long time. You know, they took how many years to print these again? When were the ley lines last printed? Was they, were they in anticipation? This is their second printing of it. Uh, Sanctity. This is a third and void. This is their third. Oh, it was 2011 was the last Maybe even fourth. So you went nine years between Leyline of Anticipation and I think the other ones too, actually. Sanctity had a Modern Master. Yep, you're right there. Reprinting and Void had uh, a corset previously. Same with Uh, Anticipation. It was Magic, yeah, 2011. So Void was originally in Ravnica. Yep. Uh, Void was in Guild Pack. Same fucking. <laughs> Same thing. Sorry. Same thing. It's Ravnica block. Original Ravnica block. It was in. Um. So yeah, yeah. I think ley lines are are pretty good things, and probably anticipation over the others. So I think we both agree there. Yeah. Other than cryptic caves. So. <laughs> I'm just saying that for the the meme at this point, right? 
I might throw 50 cents at one of them <laughs> just so that I'm, just so when that card hits $5, I'm like, Oh, Larry was right. Seriously. Right now, cryptic caves is in probably five or six of my decks. Man, those are terrible decks. <laughs> oh, maybe. Um, like, okay. Do you know that, uh, Zophirin void that came out in Dominaria? Like the one I like with the scrying. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is better. You're crazy. Drawing a card is always better than scrying a card. Yeah, but you got to sack it, don't you? Yeah, but drawing is better than scrying. I just said that. But you got to sack your land. The other one you don't have to Eventually, sack. It one's comes an in. immediate ETB thing. Yeah. But drawing a card is fantastic, and if you can get repeatability out of it. You never like sacking your lands. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, no, Are that's you? not true. That is not true. There was a game that I was playing with my... um. The assassin guy, I'm blanking on his name, but he's Mardu colors, black, white, uh, red. Mm-hmm. And with my, with caves, uh, uh, with cryptic caves and the other type of, uh, horizon lands, um, I had drawn more cards than the mono blue player in that deck. And I was like, fucking right. Oh, no, don't good for you. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Oh, whatever. <laughs> now you're just pressing buttons. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> right on. Uh, all good. right. Where, where do you think we are today? Where, where are we at with the number? Hour and a half. 125. 125. Although there's a, a couple breaks there. Yeah. A few yeah. minutes later. <laughs> I like that, that you should did be that. our new thing. Yeah. <laughs> that can be our thing. Meanwhile. <laughs> you start sounding like uh, Jim Gaffigan's like uh, manatee joke thing where he's like, I'm just a seahorse cow. <laughs> Why, what is it? I, I know. It's so crazy he's how just, it, just, it sounds so different when our hands are over the mic. You're not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> you just have your hands over. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Should we do a whole episode like this? It sounds like NPR. I think we can sound like NPR without doing this. <laughs> that was a that was a skit idea. And you, now at the beginning, the I was rest like, of we should story. just go NPR style the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. You rejected that idea. Because I wouldn't, sure. I wouldn't make it through it. You know, you know us with scripting and trying to do bits. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm good. already close to doing that anyway, so <laughs> there is no emotion in this robotic voice. Uh, all right. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Uh, I believe we know for sure our next episode will be the giant War of the Spark rotation cards. There's a lot of fucking cards <laughs> in there. So many. Oh, man. I was not wrong. There's a lot of yeast at the bottom of this bottle. Gross. Yeah, I'm going to poop tomorrow like a champ. Oh, I just got my sounder. I don't need to listen to this episode back through. <laughs> I just cut that up and put that to the beginning. Thank you, Larry. Yeah. All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. Sega. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs>